G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And it's described this way. It's a condition in which capillary blood vessels that feed the sweat glands rupture, causing them to exude blood, and it occurs under conditions of extreme physical or emotional stress. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. focus at the moment is in Isaiah 53. It's a series we're doing on Mashiach, the Messiah. Identifying the right Messiah is very important because there have been so many self-proclaimed Messiahs throughout history. If you believe the wrong thing, you end up with the wrong Messiah or reject them all. However, the more time we spend learning about the criteria Mashiach is prophesied to have, Jesus appears to meet and qualify all of them. We're going to continue making our way through Isaiah 53. The forbidden chapter by rabbis throughout the centuries because the description of Mashiach in this chapter is just too much like the gospel accounts of Jesus. And yet, after our last session, I have a little more sympathy towards them because it's almost like they were prophesied to not believe it. Yeah, and, right. and, and, and Isaiah said, who's believed our message? So I'll have a little more compassion in my heart for that. But don't hide the passage. That's right. That's yes. where truth is. We still don't want to hide it. Bring the truth to life. Exactly. So we're going to get started again in the next verse. We're up to verse 5 of Isaiah 53, and it says, But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And by his scourging, we're healed. Now, of course, here's the third reference to him being crucified. We've yeah. talked about two in previous programs. And of course, we've talked also about the history of crucifixion, that it was invented back in around the 6th century BC in Persia. Originally, it was impaling on a sharp pole, Yuck. which is an awful thing. And then it sort of morphed to become what it was around Jesus' time. But it moved from that area of Persia. Alexander the Great brought it to the Mediterranean. And by the 1st century BC, the Romans had uh, adopted it. They'd conquered Judea. And they brought crucifixion to that part of the world. And they really had perfected it as well. They were masters at crucifixion. And crucifixion was a, a common occurrence around it that was, region. It was. And it was so degrading. And the word excruciating actually comes from crucifixion. So yeah. I believe. Yeah. Well, we mentioned that the other passages, of course, Psalm 22 and Zechariah 12, and this uh, verse here in Isaiah 53 are the three places that it really points to crucifixion as being the method of Mashiach's death. And all centuries before mm. it ever arrived, yeah. which is just breathtaking to me. Another part of that verse is that he was crushed for our iniquities. Okay, So Luke twenty two forty four says, Being in agony, he was praying very fervently, and his sweat became like drops of blood falling down upon the ground. Now, these verses, uh, this verse describes what was happening to Jesus when he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, the garden wasn't a garden like you and I think of it. It's, it was an olive grove. And in the olive grove uh, it was where they were harvested and where they, the olives were crushed. Now, we say Gethsemane, but a gachmone is actually an olive press. That's what you call an olive press, oh, right. a gachmone. From there we get Gethsemane. And so... He was in a place where the olives were crushed. And the first press 
Okay, we would say cold press, the first press is where you get the purest olive oil. And the purest olive oil was used for temple service, the lighting of the menorah. Oh, wow. He was the light of the world. Yeah. Wow. And he was crushed. Uh, and so this is like he was in this place of crushing. Now, when you look at him sweating blood, that's not figurative. It's not symbolic. Mm. He was literally sweating drops of blood. That is a medical term and phenomena, and it's called hematohydrosis. I think that's how you say it, hematohydrosis. And it's described this way. It's a condition in which capillary blood vessels that feed the sweat glands rupture, causing them to exude blood, and it occurs under conditions of extreme physical or emotional stress. Mm. He was being crushed. Yeah. He was being crushed for our iniquities. And you can wow. understand why, because, I mean, he knew what was coming. So yeah. he was actually dealing with the emotional toil yeah. of this is what the next 12 hours is going to look like for me. He knew the torture that it was yeah. ahead of him. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, then it goes on to say that the chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And this is uh, an amazing description of Mashiach uh, about his willingness to suffer on behalf of his people. And if you, you remember that he actually said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me, but not as I will, but as you will. He said that in Matthew 26. Yeah. So he, we were just saying, he knew the torture that was coming before him. And he said, God, if there's any other way, any other way. And, and this is something Dr. Chuck Missley used to always say. If there was another way for the redemption of mankind, God could have done it. But yeah, there wasn't. He didn't right. answer Jesus' prayer there. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. And then, of course, because he was so willing, even when Peter, remember when Peter, brave, courageous, impetuous Peter pulls his sword out and he, he, he cuts off the, the ear of the high priest's servant. Yeah. You know, I'm going to defend you, Lord. Nobody's taking you away. No, 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 no. Jesus was not trying to run away. Yeah, that's right. He said, Peter, put that sword back. And then he healed the high priest's servant's ear and he willingly went. Mm. I mean, wow. He was, I mean, Jesus is the word of God. And the word of God said what God was going to do to redeem people. So Jesus was fulfilling himself, That's right. so to speak. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad way of saying it. it's a bit, <laughs> yeah, it's floundering, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He is the word of God and he was making sure that his word, him, would not fail. <sighs> wow, he's breathtaking. He's yeah, just amazing. For sure. Well, then we move on to the last part of this verse, which says, by his scourging, we're healed. And I guess that can create a lot of misunderstanding for people. Would it be... Uh, possible for people to think from that verse that everyone must be healed, that we should have no expectation of sickness in our body because Jesus was flogged, therefore we'll be healed. Yeah, well, I know this is going to be very controversial, but th the truth is that we all know people who we have prayed for to be healed and they haven't been healed. We know some people who have been healed, but we also know people who haven't been healed. Mm. We know that Paul told Timothy to take a little wine from his, for his stomach's sake because he had stomach problems. Mm. Uh, we know that Paul had physical problems. He could have just asked Jesus to heal him because, hey, 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 by your stripes I'm healed. Yeah. But Paul had a lot of physical problems. He had problems with his eyes. That's right. Okay. And Jesus didn't heal him. I bet you he prayed. I prayed, God, take this away from me. Mm -hmm. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. That's right. So what this is actually talking about, we get confused by the English transliterated word here, healed. It's talking about the spiritual sickness, the death, the disease of sin that's in us. And it's by the scourging, it's by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross 
that we are healed, that we are saved, we are delivered and set free. In this life, we're going to get some illness and sometimes we're going to get healed. And one day... We're going to die from something. That's right. Okay. Even if it's just old age because the, the body's wearing out. Mm-hmm. But we are still going to be healed because we know salvation. We have redemption. Yes. So we can't get caught up in this word healed. I, th- I think that's just an, an, an important point. And then when you're looking at how savagely he was flogged, um, it says in John 19, we're talking about these scourging. John 19.1 says, Pilate then took Jesus and scourged him. Mark 15.15 says, Wishing to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas for them, and after having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. And Matthew 27.26 says, Then he released Barabbas from them, but after having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. So he was just absolutely brutalized. Now, the interesting thing is we say, yeah, he was he was scourged with a cat of nine tails. Do you know Scripture says nowhere that he was scourged with a cat of nine tails? Just that he was flogged, just Mm. that he was scourged. Having said that, it was the Romans' preferred method of flogging. So it's probably highly likely that he was scourged with a cat of nine tails, but he was scourged with something. He was scourged with something. Obviously, this is the fulfillment of prophecy because we've read some of the passages. Another one is Psalm 129, verses 2 and 3, that says, Many times they have persecuted me from my youth up, yet they haven't prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back, they lengthened their furrows. So you can see the description of his back being torn up by something, whether it be the cat of nine tails or some other device, but it certainly was torn apart. It's using agricultural terms there. It's talking about a plowed field and lengthened furrows. Have you ever seen a field that the farmer's just gone through Mm. and he's just furrowed the field ready for planting? Yeah. And his back looked like that. I mean, that is just horrendous. Absolutely. We're still working our way through the chapter of Isaiah 53, this forbidden chapter, and we're going to continue looking at it verse by verse in the next program. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.